The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus withdrew toward the sea with his disciples. A large number of people followed from Galilee and from Judea, hearing what he was doing. A large number of people came to him also from Jerusalem, from Idumea, from beyond the Jordan, and from the neighborhood of Tyre and Sidon. He told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, so that they would not crush him. He had cured many, and as a result, those who had diseases were pressing upon him to touch him. And whenever unclean spirits saw him, they would fall down before him and shout, You are the Son of God. He warned them sternly not to make him known. The Gospel of the Lord. There's a lot going on, um, not just in in the gospel passage, but I think you know so much of um, of what we're meant to hear in the gospel is also echoing in the uh, in in our first reading. And uh, and as as I've said, the the letter uh, to the Hebrews really um, really powerful, at least is um, is striking me in a very in a very powerful way. Uh, as we're making our way, th- as we're making our way through it, um, yes, the the imi- the, uh, the letter to the Hebrews uh, it does, as as we as we heard, I think, focuses on uh, Jesus's priesthood, and it's it's such a powerful theme uh, at the at the beginning uh, as as we as we hold it together with the beginning of the Gospel of Mark, because Jesus is doing the work of. Uh, renewing God's image bearers, and God's image bearers are themselves a kingdom of priests. So you know the, we've heard already twice in the in the letter to the Hebrews uh, uh, the uh, the recollection: "You are a priest forever," like Melchizedek of all, right? In the in the pattern of Melchizedek, all this kind of all this kind of language. Okay, in the in the letter to the Hebrews, we've heard it twice. We've heard it twice, not today, but uh, we've heard it twice. And uh, and we we are meant our, ourselves to um, to reflect on and and um, and receive and embody uh, the the fact that like our our priesthood is eternal. Now the, we take this. I don't know if this is like this isn't like the church proper in terms of her um, her doctrinal teaching. But but it certainly is like level in in particular places of, I think uh, I think reasonable piety. Uh, you know we we kind of kick it around in in seminaries because we're because we're kind of on our journey to, to being ordained. We say you like we talk about the ontological change that uh, that uh, that is brought about by someone's ordination and say you are a priest forever, um, and and I think that. I mean, this uh, no, I don't. It's a silly thing, but I'm. I mean, I had a friend who I think he had it tattooed on his chest, like you are a priest forever. You know, I don't think he lasted a year in the priesthood, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there are better and worse ways to to embody these things. You know, um, but uh, but but you are a priest forever, and by virtue of your call, right? You are a priest forever, and this this is our this is our the the priesthood of the baptized. I mean, if we don't get the priesthood of the baptized right, we're not going to get the priesthood of the priesthood right. You know, it's, you are a priest forever. You, you were made to, to be God's, 
renewed, you, Jesus has renewed you as his image, as God's image bearer. And that means that you are a, a royal priesthood. You're a kingdom of, of priests, the people of God. You're a kingdom of priests. You're made to offer everything you have and everything you are to God. Yes, through and with and in Jesus. But you have to make an offering of your life. That's your, that's your priesthood. You have to offer sacrifice, the sacrifice of your heart and your life to God. And then you're, and then you're to live as his king, or I don't know, queen. You're, you have to live as his, as his good steward with the power that, that he provides. And this is so much of what's going on. Anyway, th this is, can I say that's a secondary, that's a second level reflection for me. You can tell I'm struggling this week because the homilies are very long. Believe it or not, that is a sign that I'm struggling. I'm, but I'm struggling to communicate some deep realities, also that, not just that are appearing in the gospel, but that are kind of bubbling up in my prayer. And it's hard to do, like, to know what the appropriate level of self-digging that requires the communicate that, that the communication requires. So I'm struggling with it. But I have to give you one of the themes because it's just so pre it's so prevalent for me, and then I see it I see it everywhere. You know how that works, right? But and to some extent, I have to trust the fact that 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 God is is leading me in that way so that I can give you something. Do you know? So I don't know if that's to say that I'm leading you because I, I you know even as your pastor, I'm not that I, don't, I I'm not that um, presumptuous, but uh, but I have to offer it to you. And this is the nature of like um. I want to say, I want to say um, the, uh, the nature of our, our being, our being human beings. So the one reflection is like, we can busy ourselves with a lot of activity. And I th I th you've probably heard some of this before. Like, we've, we very often kind of fall into the, um, uh, the groove of being, of, of, of being, yeah, human doings rather than being human beings, right? So we're like, consumed with just like a lot of act, uh, activity, but where are we? Yeah, like where, who, who am I? Where am I? So the, the I is important, but the I comes about by being affirmed by the other. This is a Pope Benedict reflection. The affirmation of, of the other is what allows that person to be an I, to be a person a person facing another person or a person facing God. There's, there's affirmation, right? So I want to go back to the very beginning of Mass and say, you were sent to heal the contrite of heart, right? We say this, Lord have mercy. Why do we say Lord have mercy? Because you were sent to heal the contrite of heart. We are the contrite of heart, yeah? And then and in, just in case, you know, you couldn't embrace that with, like, with real strength that I'm contrite of heart because... Yeah, I am the kind of contrite of heart. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm not, I'm not the contrite of heart, actually. I'm the kind of contrite of heart. But you came to call sinners, right? Jesus, you came to, he, he, that's why he came, okay? That's why he came, to call sinners. So, okay, I have a, I have a hard time, like, embracing the fact that I'm contrite of heart, and some of the time I'm not contrite of heart. And, I'm, and, and even my reflection on, like being contrite of heart or kind of contrite of heart is to recognize that I'm, I am a sinner, right? It just, it points directly into that. And just in case, you know, we thought, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm hanging out there now. 
and, I'm, and I find myself outside of the embrace of God or, or outside the, the, the love of the Trinity because I'm only kind of contrite of heart, we have that great next petition. You came to call sinners. That's why you came. That's the whole point. I find myself here. I'm a sinner. But you already anticipated that, God, right? You already anticipated it. That's why you came. You came to call sinners. And now you are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. He lives for us. He lives to make intercession for you. Jesus lives to make intercession for you. And, I mean, we got, we got that in the, in, the, in the reading to the Hebrews today. Okay, so this is like what, I, what I'm trying to do there is offer the fact that the church is affirming you in your personhood. And, we, and you know, we've, we've seen, and I've commented on all this activity in the Gospel of Mark. We didn't really start where we should have started. And, what, well, okay, so the Gospel of Mark begins with the, the preaching of John the Baptist. But very soon thereafter, you have Jesus' baptism. Where? Again, the, the voice, right? The, God the Father marks out in Jesus' baptism the fact that Jesus is his beloved son. We ha- we ha- the, beginning, the beginning of the gospel, the, the initiation of all this kind of torrid action that we, that we see, and this, this amazing um, uh, renewed image-bearing mission that, that Jesus has, has come to effect, begins with his being affirmed by his father. Right? And, and in, I, I don't have the, the proper language, because so I read so many translations of, of the scriptures, but you, you know, one of my favorite ones to land on is, is say, you are my dear, dear child. With you, I am well pleased. And actually, and, and more than that, you are my dear, dear child. I delight in you. And this is like the, the heart of my prayer now, as I feel kind of, um, how do you say, like un- untethered from some things that I, like I, I have held as, as significant practices for me throughout my prayer. What is coming, what is coming to me, as, as I, and as I work my way through the, you know, all the stuff of, of busy life and activity, and yes, apostolate, God is reminding me, I delight in you. He says it to me, right? He's, I delight in you. And do you want to accept that or not? This is, this is a challenge, yeah? He delights in you. And I'm saying that's the challenge. He delights in you. If we don't get that right, we're not going to get anything right. That's just the reality of it. So we have to get that, we have to get that right. We have to give it due time. And again, because this I delight in you is, is an affirmation of who you are and who you're made to be. And it's, and it's not then, he, look, God is not conceding the point, right? That's why I went back to the beginning of Mass. It's not like we don't have room to grow or become. We, we are becoming. We have to be renewed as his image bearers. And he's the one to affect that renewal. Even now, yes, even now. But he wants to. But he can only affect that renewal of our image bearing if we allow ourselves to be affirmed as his beloved children. So... This is where we start. Then, we, then, of course, we see, you know, we see all the rest. We see the activity and the rest. There's, of course, there, there's a ton to say. 
in about this gospel passage. But it's it's Jesus affecting his um, renewed image bearing mission. And he, and he's there, right? Person to person, heart to heart, to make it happen. And the crowds press on him from everywhere, right? How much excitement and the rest as he enacts that healing mission. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the excitement, again, is, is a second or third order reality. The first order reality is that, that we, that I, that I, that I can say I'm an I, which is so difficult, I think, in the world today. I have to say I'm an I, and I but, but, I'm, but I find my I in being God's beloved child, in being affirmed in my existing, <laughs> it's so basic, in my, in my existing, by the God who loves me, and yes, my friends, delights in me.